Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fools Podcast. My name's Jesse. This is LSA and Brandon. How you guys doing? You're I, a fool. I'm ready for football. Two days away. Ah, oh, can't wait. Week one right around the corner. Well, one day away when this is released, but two days we're recording. Actually, we're recording this way early, but you know, <laughs> that's all right. Um, all right, football today. is close, is <laughs> what is we're close. trying to say. It's football it's is pre-season. just around the corner. It's still preseason right now, but it's close. It is close. Uh, all right, today, what we got for you? We got the rankings. We're going to give you our individual rankings um, in the main positions quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, and running back. We're going to talk a little bit about a couple of the week, week one matchups and uh, give you our. Balls to the wall, player. And we're back with the balls to the wall. The guy who's going to go out, show out for week number one. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, you going to start us off, LSA, with our quarterback rankings? Okay, I will, but i got to warn you that this, these, this specific ranking that I've done is the ranking to go off for everyone in the entire world. I was just so, going to say, too, you said our quarterback rankings. That's I, true, yeah. I don't no, want to no, be said, I said, did I a say part our? of his rankings. I, said, oh, I, no, I, I did. Yeah, you so, said. He said oh, our. Oh, he like, said, like, yeah. I collectively, we put these together. Well, <laughs> no, I want no, that no, to no. be known. No, no, no. This I is gonna, not associated with All this credit with is going to be all me. This credit is going all towards well, me. I don't know what you're talking he, about. Here's the thing. You're going to give us your rankings, and we're going to chime in and tell you where they are on our list. These are the rankings for the year. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sure, sure. All right. Let's get Let's kick it off. All right. Kicking it off. Should I go 10 to 1? 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? 1 to 10. Ah, 1 to 10. 1 to 10. All right. Number one, surprise, surprise, Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, of course. I'm 100% kind of so far. I'm, I'm betting 1,000 right now. <laughs> Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Well, I have, yeah, Ju- I have Justin Herbert. but I have no. Okay. Well, let, me, let me just rattle them off, and then, and then we'll go from there. Uh, I got Josh Allen, number one. Patrick Mahomes, number two. Justin Herbert, number three. Well, uh, yeah. Kyler Murray, <laughs> number four. Big Bad Tom Brady, number five. All right. Matthew Stafford, number six. Russell Wilson, number seven. Lamar Jackson, number eight. Derek Carr, number nine. Breaking the top ten. Oh, wow. And the to round off the top ten, Joe Burrow. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you with Josh Allen. I have Herbert as number two, but, you know, I... I'm I'm kind of down on Mahomes, you know, uh, this year. He is my number six. Can you believe it? Mahomes is number wow. six this year. I, I have him at three. Yeah, I mean, that's probably well, where he's going to end up. Jesse has the Cowboys ranked as a top five team, so. <laughs> I have Lamar at number three. I, I'm pretty pretty high on Lamar. I, I think he has the potential to even be number one. Kyler With Murray, all those four. receivers down in uh, Baltimore. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. He's going he's to have every rushing touchdown there is. Uh, it's Lamar. And then Kyler and, and Jalen Hurts before Mahomes. But, you know, Br- Brady's in my top ten, just like you. I have Russell Wilson in my top ten instead of Derek Carr. I hope it's Derek Carr, but I couldn't put him there. Yeah, I um, kind of broke mine down into tiers. I had Allen and Herbert as kind of the clear tier. I, was, I really like both of those guys ahead of anybody else. Um, I had Mahomes at three, Lamar at four, I think similar to you, Jesse. Uh, Kyler Murray at five. I think we're kind of all in agreement on, in that range there. I had Jalen Hurts at six. I also like him, kind of huge rushing upside. Um, and then I rounded out with Brady, Joe Burrow. I have Russell Wilson also at nine. Then I have Dak at, at, at number 10. So I also have Dak at number 10. I have Dak at 13. You missed it. You know, who, you know uh, right at 11, 
is uh, Matt Ryan is where I got him. Oh wow! Wow, okay. Matt yeah, Ryan. I, I know that's 21. the I don't that's even, the, yeah, I, yeah, that's the I have big to look. one. He's down there. That's the big He's one that I and I know where we were doing the top ten, but I wanted to throw that out there because I knew that that's very against pretty much anybody else. But as I told you guys, these are the rankings. He's number twenty for me. These are the rankings. He's gonna have a huge year, guys. Like he's gonna have like a comeback year. He's gonna and like week one, he's going against Texas. He's gonna get out there and show off confidently knowing that he's not gonna get blown out like he has been in Atlanta the last few years. And then here's a name I don't think we we talked about at all. Aaron Rodgers. Where do you have him, just out of curiosity? Two time <laughs> MVP. Number fourteen. Okay, yeah. I, I think I got I'm him at, at twelve. Thirteen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's kind of where we're at. And, and and again, I think that kind of speaks to the depth of the position. Um if you came out of your draft with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, you're not feeling bad. And if he's the twelfth guy taken in a twelve team league, you're the last guy to take it, you're the rest of your roster is pretty well stocked. So I think it's very deep at quarterback, and again, it kind of comes down to personal preference as you see um with our various rankings here. But you guys have just ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Stafford, yeah. I think you had him at six. I have him at six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you at all concerned about the elbow? I think he's going to be okay. I mean, just if, if, he's, cortisone if he's not okay, then obviously these, uh, if he's not okay, then obviously these rankings are going to change <laughs> significantly. <laughs> yeah. But for right now, I think if it falls well, then I still think he's still one of the top guys. What about uh, Trey Lance? I'm not, I'm not very high on him at all. That he's a like tier three guy for me. I have no confidence in him. I have him at fifteen, but yeah, I'm not a, a huge fan of him either. I have him at sixteen. Yeah, similar. I kind of want to see it before I have, I, yeah, I have him at I, seventeen. I, I believe in it. But here's one thing I kind of noticed: Are you down on rushing quarterbacks? I noticed you had kind of Jalen Hurts lower, Lamar Jackson a little lower. You don't like Trey Lance. Uh, it's not that I'm like down per se on them. It's just that like just the it's. It's it's a passing league, you know. A lot of there's been which too much like just a lot of pa- and and I have Kyler Murray up there. He's he's my number four, and he's a runner, and that's why he's my number four is because he's a runner and and like he's got some pretty good uh, weapons. I but like- but I feel like okay, like I think I talked about this before. Russell Wilson is is good, but he uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think people are overrating Denver as a whole with him there. It does improve the team. You know, but I think he's going to be overrated. I think he's, like, he's obviously in my top ten, but I think he's not one of, like, the tier one I mean, I think guys. he has potential. I, I of mean, course it, he does. Of course he does. It's Russell Wilson, so he always has potential to be, you know, top five, top three. But, yeah, since we're down on him and he's number nine for me, I mean, that, that kind of well, shows. Well, he's seven for me, and right next to him, like, at eight is Lamar Jackson. So I have, like, Murray at four, and then Russ, seven, Lamar, Eight. And I think the great thing about Josh Allen is that he is that passing and running um, quarterback. The rest of them haven't really shown the passing game as much as the running yet. And, and also, it also has to do with like, like I said, like the teams. Like Buffalo is obviously like a powerful offense. So is so is Kansas City. Even with with the stuff that they've lost, and Mahomes can run a little bit too. You know, so like he's still in a great offense. Justin Herbert, that offense is gonna score. Obviously, Kyler Murray is just an elite quarterback. I think he's really accurate and he can run. Tom Brady and Matt Stafford, well, they did it last year, and their teams are still really good. So I don't see them dropping out very far. So it's like I I, I don't have any problem with like running running like running running quarterbacks, but it's like who on this like my, my top six? I don't know who I want to replace because Matt Stafford is going to throw a lot of touchdowns again. Of course, we know about the elbow thing, but 
if he's healthy, he's still going to be like he still has Cooper Cup. He's still he's still going to be doing the same thing. Tom Brady, same thing. These guys aren't aren't like showing like they're slowing down. So it's really hard to replace on on like on my top list. And I mean, ho- hopefully Stafford doesn't throw as many interceptions as last year because he led the league in interceptions. So and even then he was like yeah he was good yeah he was still a top five quarterback last year. Here's the thing yeah he threw 17 interceptions last year that led the league. But our top two guys Josh Allen Justin Herbert they threw 15 so not too far behind. Sometimes yeah. when you when you throw as much as these guys are doing and so much yeah, passing league now yeah you just gunslingers and turnovers. So it's like it's not the point where like the passing quarterbacks are scoring just as much as the running quarterbacks because of how much they're throwing, you know? All right. Those are our top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, we're going to go and into... And a little extra. Yeah, yeah. A little extra there for you. Uh, we're going to go into... Let's do let's do running backs, yeah? Uh, all right. I'm going to go over my running backs, and uh, you guys can chime in to see if you agree or not. Uh, let's do... I'll do the first... You want me to do all of them? We're gonna do, we're gonna yeah, let's go through all of them, and then okay. I think we can kind of pick yeah. it apart from there. So, uh, number one, I got Jonathan Taylor. I think most people have that. Christian McCaffrey at number two. Austin Eckler at number three. Uh, I did this as a half PPR league, so otherwise I would have number four, Derek Henry above Eckler. Uh, number five, Joe Mixon. Number six, Najee Harris. Seven, Dalvin Cook. Eight, Alvin Kamara. Nine, Leonard... Uh, yes, nine Leonard Fournette, ten Zeke, eleven Aaron Jones, twelve DeAndre Swift, thirteen James Conner, fourteen Nick Chubb. We'll go to what fifteen? Saquon Barkley. You want to go to twenty? Go to twenty. All right. Uh, sixteen Javante Williams, seventeen David Montgomery, eighteen Elijah Mitchell, nineteen Cam Akers. And rounding out the top 20, Josh Jacobs. Those are my top 20. Wow. So we can kind of break <laughs> it down. So Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry. That's got to be similar, maybe a different order for you guys. Those are four of my top five. Yeah, I have Taylor, McCaffrey, Eckler, Cook, Henry. So right in the same I have, ballpark. Yeah. I have Taylor, McCaffrey, Henry, Eckler, Cook. And I, and I, I, I think since I made this, I'm a little bit higher on Cook. But... Uh, uh, yeah, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, Kamara. I think they're all going to yeah. be great. That's my th- yeah. The top seven are all the same guy or top eight to Alvin Kamara. We have the same guys, slightly different order, but no no arguments with it, with with any of. I think those I'm guys. definitely higher on Aaron Jones than you are. Yeah, well, I have a Fournette, and this is maybe why I'm I'm down on Brady as much because I think Fournette's going to get a lot of the work. So so Fournette uh, is a little bit higher. Zeke, I know people are down on Zeke. I am they hate him. Way down on Zeke. Uh, but I, I don't know. Zeke has been consistent. He's not going to give you that same rookie season that, that he had or, or the year after, whenever he had the big season. But he's going to be fine, I Number think. Number 16 for me. Zeke so Zeke was the one guy that jumped out. Yeah, you have him at 10. I have him at 17. So I'm similar 16. to you, <laughs> say, oh, Yeah, and, and, and again, yeah. that's kind of personal preference. I, I'm not down on Zeke. I think I – think league average people have gotten down on him i'm not that far down on him i think i just like other guys more and i'm worried about the work that tony pollard's gonna kind of cut into yeah um i think i don't know there's one thing about the cowboys that they keep feeding zeke um but again i think he's kind of on the downside he's gotten so much work the last several years um and that stuff adds up at a a certain point and you kind of lose some uh some of the explosiveness so i'm just a little bit down on him so 10's a little high for me 
Um, I think I like the offense, too. I, I mean, DeAndre Swift is going to be great, uh, but he's on Detroit. That's why I, he's not as high on my list as he is on yours because, yeah, he did good at the end of the year there, and he is going to get a lot of action. But like you said, it's, it's Detroit. So so I actually just – I probably the highest on him out of all of you guys. I actually have him at running back nine. Um, I actually really like him in Detroit. Great offensive line. He was the running back three before he got hurt last year. Um, in, uh, I think, half or full PPR scoring. Again, he catches a ton of passes. Uh, so I actually really like the way that that team is going. And it, it's, we say, oh, it's Detroit, it's Detroit, and they haven't been good in a while. But I think they're on the right path. Um, again, great offensive line and improving offense around him. I actually really like DeAndre Swift. Yeah, um, he's my 13. You said number nine for you? I haven't been, yeah, in, in my top 10. Uh, yeah. Uh, let, let's see. Uh, what, what do we got? Uh, Aaron Jones, I know you like Aaron Jones a lot. I, I think we're we're similar. He's I'm my number fig- eight. What about Saquon Barkley? Where are you guys on on Saquon? So similar. I had him at fourteen. I think you have him at fifteen. Okay. He is. I have him at fourteen. Also, yeah, he intrigues me. Again, it's the Giants. You never really know, but they brought over the coach from the Bills, Brian Dabble, who's the offensive coordinator, um, and they look pretty good in the preseason so far. Just Barkley has all the talent in the world. We've seen him do it before. Before he got hurt. Um, absolutely incredible. Um, and I think with anybody that can kind of bring his talent back out, it's going to be uh, And you know what? Uh, a lot of people are afraid because of, like, the injuries, you know? But, like, last year's injury wasn't – like, people say, oh, he's injury-prone. But last year he just stepped back Fluke. and, like, yeah. and like stepped on another player. Like, like rolled the, an ankle. He rolled yeah. an ankle stepping on somebody's foot. And so it's, like, it's not like he is, like – I feel like yeah. if, if you're a running back, you're injury prone. I mean, well, I mean, but like, yeah, this was position. one of those things that shouldn't happen. It's not like he, you know, it's like, oh, he barely gets hit or barely yeah. touched and then he gets hurt. No, right. it was like this was just like a fluke, like you said. So I would be very surprised if one of the running backs uh, that went in the top two rounds does not get hurt this season. So it's just a risk you take. I think the other guy that I've seen kind of a wide range of rankings on is Javante Williams in Denver. Um, Some people are super high on him, you know, top 10. I've seen him in the 20s. Um, Again, we kind of have him in the middle. I have him at 13. You have him at 16. I have him at 15. 15, right. So we're kind of right around that same area. He's a guy that if Melvin Gordon didn't resign there, I think I have him in my top eight maybe that high. I think he showed a ton of talent last year. They split the carries evenly in Denver. That offense is going to be much better. I just... Again, you hate the workload that Melvin Gordon's taking from him, but if he was not there, Javante Williams, easy, easy top eight running back for me. Do you feel about like the same way the other way around? If he gets hurt, was Melvin Gordon going to be a top ten? I don't think he has as much talent. He's a little bit older. I think Melvin Gordon's 29. That's kind of when you start to see running backs decline. Um, I think certainly anytime you take uh, one of two guys out of an equation, the one guy is certainly going to perform better. But if you told me they were each independent of the other one, I'd rather have Javante Williams. But yeah, Melvin Gordon certainly could be a top, you know, 15 running back if he has that entire job to himself on a good offense. And I mean, you know, I'm uh, last year I, I had Melvin Gordon. I drafted him midseason because I thought it was going to be Javante. And so I, I guess I'm coming into that this season with the same kind of uh, reasoning. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, if Melvin Gordon's, you know, uh, there the whole season and they want to use utilize that money that they paid him, then, yeah, you, he may not be as high. But if he does take over, then I think he's going to be great. So I'm, I'm curious, where do you guys have Dobbins? Uh, Dobbins is my 21, actually. Just right. I have him at 18. I have him at 19. I, yeah, I really like Dobbins. Um, he was obviously was hurt all year last year, I think torn ACL or something uh, in, in the preseason. Um, he's a guy that I think Baltimore, 
you got to remember their offense from two years ago, not necessarily last year. Last year they had he got hurt, Gus Edwards got hurt, all the running backs were hurt, so they Lamar had to change hurt the too. offense. So Lamar got like, hurt for a while, but they threw the ball a lot more than they, they used to. But if you look at the offense two years ago, um, Dobbins had a great finish of the season, the end of his rookie year. They want to get back to running the ball. That's what they're going to do best. Dobbins might be the number one running back on the offense that runs the ball the most, and I think there's definitely value there. And what about uh, A.J. Dillon? I know you're high on him, LSAO. I actually have him just one spot above J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I, I, he's 28 for me. I, I have Dillon at 21 also. I, I, I really like him. Um, again, with big upside there. We, talk, we talked about this on several of these podcasts before. Him and Jones, just both going to be yeah. high-quality backs. Uh, the one, or A couple I want to circle back on. Uh, you had Elijah Mitchell at 18, David Montgomery at 17, Josh Jacobs at 20. You want to kind of talk through any of those guys? Yeah, so uh, Montgomery, he, he's he's consistent. Every year he's going to give you a consistent um, base. You know, he, he's going to give you those points. But I'm not – I don't love the offense there, and I think he, he's going to do okay, but he has a, a ceiling. Elijah Mitchell, uh, the ceiling's way higher. I mean, he can do a lot, but – who knows in that 49ers offense who it's going to be? You never know. It could be somebody one day and somebody else the next week. Um, so that's kind of baked into those rankings. But I, I am, I do love Elijah Mitchell uh, if he's on the field. And Josh Jacobs, that's another one where it, that's a crazy backfield. They have a lot of running backs there. But, you know, they're coming from New England, and they they have a good running game if they can, if it's Josh Jacobs. I'm curious, Brandon, where you have Montgomery, because I'm really down on him this year. You have him at, where did you say, Jesse? Uh, like, he's at he's at 17, yeah, 17 for Jesse. I have him at 24. I have him at 25. <laughs> yeah. Um, Montgomery and Jacobs kind of fall into the same bucket for me. I don't like – they have new, new, new coaching staffs who haven't drafted these guys, so I don't think they're as committed to them as the previous regime was. Um, again, I do like Montgomery, but, again, how often are they going to be running the ball when they're losing games? He's a decent pass catcher, but we saw some – Good work out of Khalil Herbert last year, so I think he might start eating some of those carries. Yeah, and Jacobs, as you mentioned, coming from New England, they've always been kind of a, a cluster in trying to figure out which running back you want to play. They do run the ball well, but then you had the guys like James White who were catching a ton of passes out of the backfield. Um, so it's just hard to kind of know what to get. And, yeah, I just I, I keep going back to this Hall of Fame game and him playing, and it's just so weird to me that he played in the first game of the preseason, especially in that game where they have an extra preseason game. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm kind of down on those guys. That's a zone that I just hate just about everybody within that kind of tier. Uh, I'm down, uh, not necessarily down on Mitchell. I just feel like that's an appropriate place for him. I don't necessarily think it's any lower than I would be any other year. But uh, Mitchell, I have it at uh, 23. I know Jesse has him higher, but what about you? Yeah, 22 for me. Again, already dealing with a hamstring injury. Missed a couple games last year. San Francisco, weird running back situation. They just they keep drafting guys, and you just never know who's going to kind of get the bulk of the carries. But he did prove a lot last year, and he was a valuable player when he was playing. Well, there you go. Those are our top running backs for you. Uh, let's move on to wide receivers. Brandon? Yeah, so I think wide receiver um, – there's a clear top three. I have Justin Jefferson at one, Cooper Cup at two, Jamar Chase at three. Um, any arguments with those three guys? Maybe a different order, but I think those are the clear top three. Same order for me. I have something completely different. <laughs> okay, we'll come <laughs> back to you. Um, and then I go into my next tier where I have Devontae Adams at four, Stefan Diggs at five, CeeDee Lamb at six, Debo at seven, Mike Evans eight, Tyreek Hill at nine, 
and AJ Brown I have at 10. So that's kind of my second tier of guys. Um, and then I roll into 11 through 14 is my third tier. I have T Higgins, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman, and DJ Moore. And then rounding out the top 20, uh, starting with 15, I have Cortland Sutton, who I'm a little higher on than probably most. Uh, Terry McLaurin at 16, Mike Williams at 17, Chris Godwin 18, Allen Robinson at 19, and I have Gabriel Davis at 20. Pick it apart. All right. Um, well, I mean, the top eight or so are pretty much the same. I have Debo and, and CD flipped. Uh, then you said Mike Evans was number eight? I have Evans at eight, yeah. Yeah, me too. So those are all the same for me. Tier two, I mean, when you get into nine, that's when it starts getting uh, different. I have Pittman, Keenan Allen. I have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams actually back-to-back. Um, and and that's, you know, the touchdown upside for Mike Williams and the just passing volume for Keenan Allen right there. Tyreek um, is a little bit lower for me, but he has potential. T. Higgins, DJ Moore, it, it's all the same area, just a different position. Yeah, I think part of it for me, the Mike Williams, uh, I think I'm just down on him a little bit. Um, traded for him last year. He was a wide receiver one, and then he was just so inconsistent after that. So I think there's definitely some probably personal bias against that from last year. Yeah. Um, but certainly like the offense with, with Herbert. I think he, both he and Keenan Allen are going to um, exceed. Tyree Kill's the same way. You know, I, I had him, and he's very inconsistent, too. He'll give you the boom games and the bust games. Um, hopefully in this offense that won't happen as much. Um, but I mean, Hopefully. Well, I mean, his speed oh, opens gotcha. it up for I other people. I thought you people, said, oh, so. hopefully he won't. <laughs> like, oh, he won't have the boom and bust. Right, and it will be more consistent. But that's what you get when you when you get one of those boom and bust players. Well, all righty. Let, uh, let me tell you about my... <laughs> let me pick let it me apart. Tell you about Very excited the, to hear that. The rankings, guys. The, don't forget, the rankings. And uh, this is going to be a huge surprise for everybody. My number one is Debo Samuel. Wow. Yeah. What? I mean, he would have been the number one last year if it wasn't for Cooper Cup's 360-point crazy season. Uh, so I get that, but he, there's probably going to be regression there. I don't think he can do the same thing he did last season. Oh, it's going to be the same as Cooper Cup. Are you talking about Cooper Cup or Debo Samuel? I think Debo, Both. yeah, and, and I think moving as bad as Garoppolo was, he was still a much better passer than Trey Lance. I think you're losing some of the receiving upside, and maybe, yeah, again, he got a lot of points out as like, a running back, but yeah. is that going to... I feel like aside again. from the running back, there's going to be a lot of design plays for him uh, out of the backfield. Not only that, but just also a lot of like, uh, like just dump offs. You know, is what, was I, though, was what I see happening. There were so many running backs that were hurt last season, and yeah, Trey Trey Lance is probably going to run also. So, you know, you, you have to to worry about that. I don't don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be great, but I I don't know if he's going to be wide receiver one. The potential is there, though. I, I get it. it. It's in the rankings. <laughs> It could happen. So then I got uh, Cooper Cup at number two, Stephon Diggs at number three. I think uh, uh, like Stephon Diggs, I was I think missed a couple of games last season, and and then a couple of games where he had, like they didn't even look his way. You know, I think Gabriel Davis was like getting a lot of looks too, but I think this year is like he's gonna step it up. That offense is gonna like go crazy this year, I think, and I think that's gonna bring him up. And so he's in my top five, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson right after. You guys you guys had those guys up there, number one, number two, number three-ish kind of. And then after that, Devontae Adams and Mike Evans. And those those are like my tier one guys. Okay, so just CeeDee Lamb, no CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, CeeDee Lamb is right after that, okay. number, so, number eight. Yeah, so Same top eight, yeah. different order. And then, yeah, and then, uh, right, and then number nine, you had Tyreek Hill. I do have Tyreek. Same thing, I got okay. the same thing, yeah. So, so who do you have on there that may be different than other people? 
Let me see here. I have a, uh, what is this? Yeah, let's talk like six, 11 through 20. Anybody that you guys have on there that we haven't mentioned? So I have Alan Robinson. Did you mention Alan Robinson? I have Robinson at 19, okay. yeah. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I have Waddle at 24. Okay. Um, again, I think he was really good last year. 104 catches, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. Um, but again, they've added Tyreek. So there's another guy doing similar things. Yeah. Um, and I'm not too confident in what Tua could do for them. He's, he's 18, um, but you, you're right with Tyreek there. Who knows how that offense is going to look? I think that offense is either going to be really great or it's going to implode. I think, yeah, you might see a lot of kind of – you talked about dumping dump-off passes. I think that's where you're going to see a lot in Miami uh, to both sides, right? you got Tyreek on one side, Waddle on the other. Just outstanding speed, tough to prepare for defensively. Um, so, yeah, I think you could certainly see those guys both having some kind of game-breaking plays. And my 20, Marquise Brown. So that – that yeah. could be interesting. I have him at 22, so I, okay. I really like him as well, especially the first six weeks uh, without DeAndre Hopkins. Um, another interesting one that I have at my number 24. This is going to surprise you guys again. Juju Smith-Schuster. I actually have him uh, higher than that. He's my 19. Oh, okay. Wow. I have him at 37. Yeah, yeah I knew. Uh, most people yeah. have him really low. I, I'm really high on him this year. I think he could do really well. I mean, I, I think you're going to pass to Travis Kelsey, but he can't be the only one. I think Juju's going to be the guy who's going to get benefit from that And offense. he's going to be the slot guy. So it's like the, the touchdowns are going to go to either him or Kelsey. And if they split them, then that's, you know, that's a lot of gold right there. Yeah, I think I'm too low on him. Uh, 37 super low. I, I think you guys might be too high. Maybe somewhere in the middle is where I'd be comfortable drafting him. But, again, he might be a guy that someone else likes a lot more than I do, so he probably won't end up on many of my teams. Well, that's what I liked about, uh, like, the – the like mock drafts that I've done and like other stuff is like I seem to be in a position where it's kind of around like close enough that I can draft him in a good spot and not have to reach you know because even though I do like him yeah I don't want to reach a couple of rounds just to have him you know so it's just been it kind of like uh not necessarily planned out for this show but sometimes like on the drafts that I'm doing to actually play I I kind of plan out my spot if when possible and try to get around uh, there's there's different spots, but there's a, a couple of people that have lined up where it's like if I if I draft in this spot, and then there's like those lower guys that I can yeah. kind of steal. You, you know, know, they're gonna be going around those, those yeah. spots. Um, what about uh, rookie Drake London? I have him at 22. You are so He's high. So I think high. you mentioned him on yeah. every podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm super high on Drake London. Um, I have him at 34. Again, just kind of a sketchy passing game. I'm a little worried about it, but there's just guys I like a little bit more than him. But um, I, I do think he has big upside, and, and that's why I have him so high. I think. I mean, Darnell Mooney is right, right below him, who's probably going to do better than him. But I mean, I think Drake London has a huge upside, and and that's what I'm looking for in those deeper receivers. After you have your starters, I mean, you might as well go for the boom or bust guys that'll win you weeks or your league. I think I could see myself getting as high as I look at my list. I could get him as high as 30, but I don't know that there's guys ahead of him that I could put behind him. I think I just like those other guys too much. But again, I think that's what you're talking about. Where you're taking him is kind of like personal preference, and you're just taking guys that you think will have big upside. All the guys in that tier are kind of the same. It just kind of comes down to which one you like the best. Yeah, yeah, I could move him up to, oh, man. Yeah, somewhere in like the 30s because it's it's not really – I'm not excited about him at all. <laughs> all right. And those are our wide receivers. Let's move on to tight ends. Uh, I'll say I was going to kick it off with his list, which I'm sure is going to be pretty easy. and pretty, <laughs> pretty on Darren Waller with. and then who else? <laughs> 
So I uh, got Mark Andrews as the top tight end this year for obvious reasons. He did really well last year, and uh, he's going to be the, the number one guy uh, that the Ravens have to throw anything to when they do throw it. And like Brandon was saying, they, they threw a lot more last year than they intended to. And so uh, any other receiver, they lost one of them, first of all. And then any time they do throw, they're going to go to, like, old reliable, you know. So I think he's going to be number one overall. Uh, then you can't forget about Travis Kelsey. Again, another team that lost uh, some good targets. And so he shouldn't lose any of his and maybe add a couple more on top of that. And then after that is Waller the baller. There you go. He's at number three. I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, he's not going to get as much attention because now they have Devontae Adams to worry about on that Raiders offense. So uh, Darren Waller making a huge comeback if he can stay healthy. Hopefully he can. Um, after that is kind of where I start kind of losing it. Uh, George Kittle, he's still in my top tier, but I'm, I don't love – I don't really love George Kittle and – Again, that offense, we uh, we don't know what's gonna happen with Trey Lance and stuff. I don't I don't love him. I don't I don't have any confidence in him really. So not sure where that's gonna happen. So it's Mark Andrews, uh, Kelsey Waller, Kittle. Then after that we have uh, this is a guy that I bumped up a lot. I don't know if you guys will agree or not, but I have a good reason. Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph is my number five. He's, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's gonna make a splash. He's gonna make a splash. There's no Gronk anymore. So and Cameron Brait goes in once in a while, but I think unless they use him mostly block, but I mean again another place that there's going to be a lot of targets to go around. I think he's going to be one of those guys that nobody's expecting. So a lot of like waiver wire pickups for Kyle Rudolph this year. Okay. After that, Jesse's favorite, Dalton Schultz. I do, yeah, I do like Dalton Schultz. This and year. I have him and Dawson Knox right after each other. Dawson Knox did really well last year, and I think again that offense is just really powerful. And he has he has potential to be even higher, but you know there's a lot of other players there that can score, including Josh Allen, just running it. So I got to keep him there. Uh, other than that, I think I also moved up Robert Tunyon up a little bit because again there's not a lot of people left in Green Bay to catch passes. And Tanyan was doing a good job, so I have him there. Followed by Dallas Goddard and then Kyle Pitts. And All that's right. the top ten. Kyle Pitts in the ten spot. Wow. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, well, yeah. I just don't uh, – yeah, I know a lot of people have him in the top three or four. So yeah. Kyle Pitts, not the best Kyle at the tight end position. Not the best. You know what? It goes down to the quarterback, uh, honestly. Like, it goes down to the quarterback. And there's a lot of, like, new moving parts in Atlanta, a lot of new moving parts in Atlanta. And uh, he's definitely probably the best receiver on that team. But it, I just don't know what's going on over there. And I don't I don't see them scoring a whole lot this year. You know, I'm not as high on Kyle. I mean, Kyle Pitts is in my number four. So, I mean, I mean high on him. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> You're I mean, not people, that high no, on him. No, but people have him at four. one. A lot of, some people have him at one. Uh, yeah. Because, and, and the thing is, they use him as a wide receiver. And that's why I think he's going to have that upside. And he's going to be probably a, a top five tight end at the end of the year but uh, again i don't know how much the falcons are going to score and now they have mariota who loves to run the ball yeah also. i think like, it's going to come from yards for sure but he you know when they get into that red zone who, who are they going to give the ball he's to? just going to run it in what are you talking about <laughs> uh, so yeah i i don't even know where to start with i, this. I know it's, it's um, all over the place andrews kelsey the obviously rankings. the top two yeah um, so, you could tell me either order i'm fine yeah, with both yeah. no problem there i have kyle pitts at three um 110 targets last year, 68 catches, 1,000 yards, one touchdown. Touchdowns are going to go up. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, you have Kyle Rudolph. So I'm going to ask a couple questions. I want you to stop me when we get to a guy who's going to have 
less targets than Kyle Rudolph okay. on the Bucks. Okay. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Russell wait, Gage. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Julio, that was it. Julio. I don't know that Julio Jones is going to have more targets than Russell Gage. Okay, but are they both going to have more targets than Kyle Rudolph or no? <sighs> I'm going to say no. Okay, Leonard Fournette. Probably equal. Okay, so that's at least three guys. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to say I, there's no, like Cameron, six no. guys that have more targets than Kyle. I'm just, I'm shocked. Number five, why didn't you take him sounds, in our fantasy sounds draft? Like a, sounds like a bet. <laughs> sounds oh. like a bet. You want to you wanna make a bet out of this? Oh, here's Absolutely. Side bet. I like I'll bet bet. anything. So, I bet you Kyle, a, Kyle Pitts is the best Kyle out of those two? I don't know. I was going to say, like, Kyle Rudolph gets more. He's like the number tied for the number three or the number four in targets at Tampa. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. So Kyle Rudolph, Rudolph. is the number three Let's targeted. Say three and a half is the number. Half. So you take okay. above or over no. under. Over I'm under. Sorry, four and a half. Four and a half. I'll give you four. So if he's the fourth highest target, you win. If he's five or below, I win. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, right. I'll, like I'll it. take that all day of the week. Okay, all back right. to back to me <laughs> picking these apart. Uh, Waller at three is fine. Schultz again. I think six is pretty consistent where I have him. Everybody kind of has him around there. I have him at three, but yeah. you know I love him this year. Uh, Tunyon at eight. I have him at twenty-three. I know what we saw a couple years ago was certainly him uh, catching a lot of passes, but let me read you a stat line from last year: eighteen catches, two hundred yards, two touchdowns. He well, was hurt. You gotta, he you was know, hurt. I have I have him at twelve. I have him at twelve. I just uh, I don't like him whatsoever this year. Here's the thing: Devontae Adams is gone, and I mean they have to go somewhere. But here's the thing: Lazard has broken hands, like I've said before. I have him at tw- uh, twelve, and this is conditional. So if if Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon get a lot of targets, and Alan Lazard turns out to be great, and some of these rookie receivers, and uh, who else? is Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb is still there, right? Uh, then yeah, you may yeah, not but see his, that. His, like but Randall Cobb does like uh, don't even count him. But how many targets did he have? Something targets that have to go around that's somewhere. Wh- that's so. why Tanyan yeah. is the perfect guy to receive those. Tanyan also coming off of a torn ACL, so I'm not sure. Uh, not sure I love him. Again, there's there's yeah. other guys I'd rather take a flyer on than Tanyan. Um, only other two guys I had on my top ten that you didn't list: T.J. Hawkinson and Zach Ertz. Um, again, I kind of kind of old old reliables at the position. I think I just like those guys. Those were my next consistent. two right after Pitts is yeah. Hawkinson and Ertz. Yeah. yeah. Both so, in my top ten. Yeah, I like those guys. And we've talked about Cole Komet on this podcast before, too. Kind of just like his upside as well. He's actually in my top tight end. Uh, top top ten. Top tight end. Number, oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Kyle Rudolph and Cole Komet, the top two tight ends for these guys. <laughs> top my ten. God. He's in my top ten. He's number uh, uh, number eight. Uh, yeah. So there you have it. Where I do, can't where wait do you have, to win that bet. Brandon, where do you have wait. Waller? I have Waller at five. Okay, I have him at four. What did you say? Three. Three, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah we're close. That's we're fine. Close. That's I think good. the top six is fine, except yeah. for LSAO doesn't have pits in there. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody go get Kyle Rudolph. You know, that, that's the, the point of this. I'm, I'm just saying, man, <laughs> if you if you do, you're not going to regret it, especially because you know you could take him, like, dead last. You know, nobody's going to go after him. I'm this not even like sure a, he's the best tight end on his own I, team, I have, I have right? Kevin Braid above him. Yeah. I'm just saying. They're both way down there. Cameron Braid is right above Kyle Rudolph, and they're, uh, I don't even know, is it 18, like 20 and 21 or something like that? Uh, and that's probably too high. I think Cameron Braid's going to keep his spot, you know? And, like, Rudolph will step into, like, the Gronk. And obviously, he's no Gronk, and he's not going to be. But, like, 
I think he'll, uh, he'll he's going to do better than Brayton. All right. Well, uh, let's do a little bit of this. That was legitness. I don't know if that was legitness, but. It was, <laughs> these are the <laughs> rankings. These are the rankings. All right, let's move into some week one matchups, shall we? Yes, uh, please. Anything to stop talking about <laughs> Kyle Rudolph. All right, uh, we're going to talk about... I'd rather draft Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun bet, man. I can't wait. I like, can't wait. Immediately, like the first couple of weeks, he's already going to be losing. It's going to be awesome. Uh, all right, so... Well, I mean, there are some a lot of uh, injured people on, on Tampa Bay, so may, maybe the first couple of weeks, but probably not. All right, Thursday night game... I oh, know, we're going to go... We're going to start with the Sunday games. Uh, so this is... <laughs> Let's start with uh, an afternoon game here. We have uh, the Packers at the Vikings, and the Packers are um, favored by two. What do you guys think about this? Yeah, I think it's a great matchup. Um, truth be told, if I had to pick a division winner in the NFC North, I'm taking the Vikings, and I Same. think it starts week one. Um, yep. I'll take them and the you know giving getting the two points. Um, I think. Yeah, I think they're ready to take that next step up. They've always been kind of a 500 team or so. I think the Packers take a step back. I think the Vikings take a step forward. Um, I have them winning this game outright, but I'll take the free two points. All right. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think the Packers are going to gonna win. I mean, <laughs> well, all yeah, right. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I don't know what else. I will uh, say I, no, I, 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 no, I agree with Brandon. You are uh, going to lose, Jesse. Okay, <laughs> no side bet there. Uh, let's move on to the Chiefs at the Cardinals. Chiefs by three. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Chiefs by three all day on that matchup. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, the Cardinals have a decent team. You know, I think they kind of imploded last year. They started 7-0. and um, There's no DeAndre Hopkins, uh, but you still got Kyler Murray. You still got all, all the, the main pieces there. Uh, the Chiefs, are they don't have Tyreek Hill. You know, so that could look a little different. And I, you know, as I said, this, this is probably going to be a really like a high scoring game. You know, it's, it has all the makings of a high scoring game. So, but in a game like that, I'll, I'll give it to Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not as high on Mahomes, but Mahomes is Mahomes and he's going to do Mahomes things. And, and uh, I think that the chiefs are probably going to take this one by more than three. Yeah. I'm very down on the Cardinals this year. Um, it wouldn't shock me if they finished with like five or six wins. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 definitely uh, taking the Chiefs in this one. Uh, let's move on to a morning game. Here we have the you guys are gonna love this. The Browns at the Panthers. This is the revenge game. So I'm guilty of throwing this one on the slate. The, this, the, the this Browns week. are favored by one. By the way. Browns favored by one at the Panthers. Um, this is the Baker Mayfield revenge game. Obviously, he got traded from the Browns, um, and sure enough, they're playing them uh, at home week one. God, this is an ugly game. Um, no Deshaun Watson. Obviously, he'll be suspended for this one. Browns certainly more talented, but God, you're playing Jacoby Brissett. Um, well, you know they're just going to run the ball. That's all they they're going to do. They're going to run think, the ball, the but, but so are the Panthers. If McCaffrey's healthy, that they're just oh, going to yeah. McCaffrey. Say McCaffrey might be healthy for this one. Might be one of the few games all year. Uh, I'm going to take the home team just because of karma. And uh, Deshaun Watson and the Browns deserve zero karma. So I'm going to take the Panthers. I also think the Panthers are going to win. I think that they're going to win by a lot. Uh, n- not by one point or anywhere close to that. I think 
that um yeah McCaffrey's healthy you have DJ Moore there and uh I don't know if by a lot I mean I, but they're gonna you know win. I mean I, I'm telling you, I'm uh, by a touchdown or something so you're taking the Panthers also yeah, I'm taking so the Panthers also, also. Yeah. Panthers. yeah okay yeah Browns ha- have a, a better team overall but yeah like you said I mean Jacoby Brissett hey who knows maybe I mean, they're, they're a running out. team so they can still run it all over like exactly. the Panthers, no yeah. problem, you yeah. know? So it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be like that much. I think it's going to be a close enough game, but it's still like a <laughs> pointless, pointless game. I think Baker's going to come out and say, you know what? Uh, what? I'm going to whoop you. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> uh, but it's Baker, so who knows <laughs> if that's going to happen. All right. Um, what else? The Monday Nighter. Yes. Another well, revenge game. Are these the three we're doing? No. No, no this is okay. the last one that yeah. we're not doing. So Broncos at the Seahawks. So this is revenge game number Bron- two. Broncos by four and a half. Broncos saved by four and a half. Now Russell this, Wilson. This is going to be a bloodbath. Russell Wilson making the return trip Broncos to country. Seattle. Let's rock. Let's rock. <laughs> so, yeah, Wilson going back to Seattle, game one. NFL loved to schedule these types of matchups. Um who's not watching kind of what happens here and kind of what the Seattle fans will do uh, to Russell Wilson. You said by what's the line? Five, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half. Yeah. I mean, it, this is going to be great. Everyone's going to be watching obviously Monday night football. Um, Blood. Bath. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that- you watch game of Thrones, the red wedding. That's what's going to happen on this Monday night. It's going to be an orange or, or not an orange wedding. I guess like a turquoise green <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like these odds, and these are these are all over. You know, this is Caesar's Sportsbook, DraftKings, FanDuel. These are all the same odds or close to them. I think they're they're kind of being very cautious in Week One because I think it, Broncos have this one uh, in the bag. Um, but you know, Seahawks has a okay defense. I, guess, I, I agree. I'd, I I would take the Broncos, but this is one of those things that like I could see something weird happening in Week One where like everyone's survivor pick is the is the Broncos and they go to Seattle and somehow they lose and everyone's yeah. kind of shocked by the NFL. Weird things happen, but yeah, if I had to bet this one, I would definitely take the Broncos uh, by double figures. All right, so these next three matchups uh, are going to be the three for the week. We're doing this every week. We're going to bet on the over under and see who has the better. Um, score uh, at the end of the week and at the end of the season. So these next three matchups, we're going to take the over or the under. Uh, we'll start with the Thursday night game, kicking it off. Oh, this is going to be good. Bills at the Rams. The Bills by two points. This is what a tough you? one. Yeah, so this is the defending Super Bowl champion Rams at home against the probably everyone's favorite to win the Super Bowl, Buffalo Bills. Um, going to be a great matchup. Obviously, get some headlining quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford. Gosh, I like. Is there a Super Bowl hangover here from the Rams? We're hearing all these things. I'm going to take the Rams at home, getting the two points. Ooh, all right. Wait, no, it's Bills by two. Right, so oh, Rams yeah, got, plus got it, got two. It, got yeah. It, yeah, so Bills could win by one, and then I would win that one. All right. This is tough, man. That Super Bowl hangover, but they are at home. This is this is a really really tough pick. I man, I, it's tough. I I'm I'm stumped here. I'm stumped because I at first I was like, oh no, I'm gonna take the Bills because you know it's the obvious choice and they're obviously a lot more hungry for this win and all that stuff. But then the Rams at home to start off after they just won the Super Bowl, it's like it's like if there wasn't gonna be. I mean, there's gonna be a 
a Super Bowl hangover. But if there was like a like a second wind, this is it. You know what I mean? So it's like they could have a second wind before they get their like hangover. Oh, man, it's tough. But <laughs> I don't. So tough. Are you uh, gonna pick them to tie? Like make a pick here. Yeah. You got over under two bills by two. I know it's so close. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do mine. Do yours, do yours. I'm so stressed out right now. (laughs) So, uh, so here, here's my thing. I mean, these people have known for a while they're going to play each other, so they're go, you know, going through all the tape of everything. I I think, um, you know, Cooper Cup was huge last year, and I think he's still. I'm going with Bills. (laughs) (laughs) I made it, Bills. (laughs) All right. Uh, Cooper Cup was great last year, and he's still going to be great. Um, and they have, you know, Cam Akers back. But I think uh, the Bills are a little bit harder to prepare for. Um, and I think Josh Allen and them are hungry this year, and I think that they're going to they're gonna take it. So Bills by two. All right, next up we got the Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers by three and a half, of course. No one ever picks the Raiders to win. Uh, Chargers are a great team, though, also. What do you guys think? This is also a tough matchup because at the end of last year, I mean, they were about to tie. And then San Diego, <laughs> L.A., the L.A. Chargers called that timeout for absolutely no reason. Like, they, they should have just let the clock run. The Raiders would have run out of time. Like, they would have just tied and both gone to the playoffs, but we all know what happened. Um, this is interesting. I know that San Diego is going to come out, like, really hard. San yeah. Diego. Yeah, I keep saying that. <laughs> I keep saying the Chargers are going to come out and just go, you know, crazy. But on the other side, this is where we're going to see how well the Raiders are going to do this year. This is a big test mostly for the Raiders. Everybody's expecting the Chargers to take this, you know, like, no problem. And I don't think that's going to be the case, especially now with the new weapon of Devontae Adams. It's going to be really interesting. Um, but Sandy, uh, but the Chargers also <laughs> added, also added Los that Angeles. outside pressure, the outside pressure uh, of the once Raider, uh, Khalil Mack. Yes. Khalil Mack, yes. <laughs> and so that could be interesting. Also, that that definitely puts a lot more pressure on any quarterback facing the the Chargers, the L.A. Chargers. Um, but. Another tough choice. I'm going to have, like, sadly, I'm going to have to go with San Diego on this one. (laughs) San Diego. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is the guy that loves Kyle Rudolph, by the way. Well, they shouldn't have moved cities. That's all I got to (laughs) say. That that is true. I will say it likes the Chargers by three and a half. Yes, unfortunately. I, Man, I I really wish I didn't, but I do. All right. So um, I love the Raiders. Raiders fan, of course. Uh, they're going to be great this year. Devontae Adams. Chargers are also going to be great. Yes, they shouldn't have, you know, uh, had a timeout there, and they are they're steaming. They're like re- these two teams are, like, so close, you know? Like, there's... Yeah, yeah this, this... Obviously, this division is, is crazy. Um, but look, I mean, as good as the Raiders are going to be, the Chargers are going to win this one at home. Unfortunately, but and they're going to cover the three and a half points. Um, yeah, and and also you know Ch- Raiders got Chandler Jones as well. So I mean the defense, but the Chargers have I think a better defense overall, and that's kind of what's going to make the difference. Is they're going to be able to score at will on the Raiders, and the Raiders are going to be able to score on the Chargers, but not quite as much. 
I'm shocked. Both the Raider fans going against their own team, taking the rival Dude, the one LA time that Chargers. I go against them, they're gonna they're gonna I, like I step up. And so I think again, we saw matter. the game last year. I think this game plays out similarly. I think it's a field goal game either way. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Raiders to cover the three and a half points. I'm proud of you. However, nice. the Chargers are my pick to win the Super Bowl. Oh, wow! Wow! Whoa. You heard it first here. <laughs> you Hot heard take. it first here. Yeah, that is a spicy, a spicy meatball. Are they at? Wait, where, where's the Super Bowl this year? That's a good question. I'll look it up <laughs> yeah, while we're doing the, the next. Because last two game. years the home team won. So, well, uh, we know that know, it's not. Know, it's not no, in San Diego. I, I know where it is. It's, it's in. It's in Arizona. <laughs> and so it's not I think in, we're safe. I think we're safe. Not in L.A. because it just happened, and it's not in San Diego because they nobody goes there. <laughs> All right. Uh, next matchup we have Bronc. Oh no, I'm sorry. Bucks at Cowboys Sunday Night Football. Uh, the Bucks at the Cowboys. Bucks are favored by one and a half. Ah, easy one and a half, man. Yeah, Bucks. yeah. Of Bucks course, all the of way, course, you're with the Bucks. Tom Brady's gonna throw for what five thousand? No, not just because of that. It's because the Cowboys always find a way to disappoint their fans, and this is gonna be just one week of the many where they do that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I feel like that's the Raiders also, and the Chargers also, and <laughs> a lot of teams. But but the Cowboys just love to do it. Um, yeah, you, you know, like the Bucks are a great team, obviously. Uh, Cowboys, I think, have potential to, to be better this year. Uh, Bucks have some injuries there. I mean, this, the spread. But they have Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> of course. And he's going to score at least four touchdowns, so this is going to be great. Um, uh, I would like to take the Cowboys here because I think it's possible, but um, it's likely that the Bucks come out and get the job done, um, even in... Dallas, uh, so I'm going to go Bucks by one and a half. All right, so the first two games, you two took the same teams, and I went opposite. This one, you've both taken the same team, and again, I'm going to go opposite. All right. I'm taking the Cowboys at home, plus the one and a half points. Um, I'm going to be off to a 3 0 start. You're going to be three games back after week one. This is incredible. <laughs> you know I what's love ridiculous it. is that, like, man, Jesse, why are you copying my picks, man? Hey, and hey. Jesse the top five team in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys, and you're already off of them. I know. At home I know. Week one. Top five. I didn't say they're going to go undefeated. Oh, man. Uh, hey. If, hey. You gotta, if you want to be the best, you, you got to beat the best. You jumped in and the Bills before I could. So, hey, what do you want me to do? <laughs> uh, all right. Those are our picks for the three matchups of the week, the over-unders. Um, yeah, that's that's who we think is going to win. So that's that. Uh, let's move on to the final part of the podcast here. We're going to tell you our balls to the wall player. We don't have the music. I'm missing the music. Oh, my goodness. We don't have the music. That's unfortunate. It well, is unfortunate. I mean, it's right going into week one. I can press so. buttons here, but I can't guarantee what's going to happen. Let, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. All right. Let, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's do a little bit of uh, a little bit of this. No, God, please, no, 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 no. I agree. Kyle Rudolph is not a top five tight end. <laughs> I was going to say the Dallas Cowboys are not a top five team. There's so many that things already. Legitness. Yeah, okay. That's all I got. All right. Boss of the wall player. We'll have it next week. The drop. I don't know who the producer of this show is. Hey, if anybody wants to be a producer for free, just kidding. All right. <laughs> Who wants I'm, to start? I'm going to jump in first because I'm going to tie into the, the last game we talked about, Bucks at Cowboys. All right, a little history lesson here for you guys. So if you may remember last year, Bucks and Cowboys played the first game of the season, the Thursday night opener. 
Uh, outstanding game. Both teams went crazy. Uh, final score was 31-29 bucks. However, the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott threw for over 400 yards. Both receivers, Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, over 100 yards. C.D. Lamb, one touchdown. Amari Cooper had two. Amari Cooper's no longer with Dallas, as we've talked about several times. C.D. Lamb's still there. Someone has to replace that Amari Cooper production. You're going to say, oh, Michael Gallup, but he's hurt. Exactly. So my balls-to-the-wall player is the number two receiver for the Cowboys, Jalen Tolbert. Who is that, you say? Jalen Tolbert. Who is that? Wait a minute. Who are you? Exactly. So Jalen Tolbert, my balls-to-the-wall pick for week one. They're going to throw the ball all over Tampa Bay in a high-scoring game. And I have Jalen Tolbert doing exactly what C.D. Lamb did last year as the number two, since he's now bumping up as the number one. So I have Jalen Tolbert, seven catches, 104 yards, and one touchdown. Balls to the wall. Woo! That is quite, quite a call. I'm excited to see what happens there. Sounds like a a nice little sleeper pickup right there. LSAO. Mine is not as uh, controversial. Juicy? As, yeah, <laughs> mine's not as spicy as that one. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit, uh, still, still a surprise for many, you know, but uh, my balls to the wall for week one is going to be quarterback Matt Ryan. He's uh, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, he's going to do better this year because he's on a better team. Some people think he's, he's like, nah, it's pointless. Why do you do that? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't have a lot of controversy, I think, with Matt Ryan. And I think he's in. He's in a better situation than he was the last couple of years. Uh, he's in a better team, and the team uh, it, it like works both ways. He's a better quarterback for the team, and the team is better for him as a quarterback. You know, it's just an upgrade all around, I think, and uh, definitely an upgrade from Carson Wentz. So I think uh, he's got a good team around him now. He's gonna be more comfortable in the pocket, and he's gonna like show us that he still has gas left in the tank. So I think Matt Ryan, week one, and he's playing against Texas, so big big game. I think he's gonna do. Uh, let's see, 280 yards and three passing TDs. All right, Matt Ryan. Uh, Brandon, I'm kind of with you, um, not, not on the person, but the way you're thinking. So Devontae Adams is gone, right? And uh, someone's got to take those targets. Someone's got to get those touchdowns. It could be Aaron Jones. It could be A.J. Dillon. Maybe it's Alan Lazard. But he's not my boss of the wall. My boss of the wall is the guy who's not going to finish a top 10 tight end. But he is going to have a great first week against the Minnesota Vikings. Robert Tunyon is going to have 80 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, we just talked about him earlier. He's going to have a great week one. This is the second time you've, like, pretty much just abandoned what you said earlier. and like. No, actually, I think I had him at, uh, what, number 12 or something? I mean, he won't be a top 10 tight end, but he's going to... He might be number one after week one (laughs) with those numbers. (laughs) Exactly. It's like the Cowboys are going to be the top five, but they're losing week one. (laughs) Tanya's not going to be that great, but he's going to be balls to the wall week one. Like both could happen. That is some crazy nonsense. Well, those are our balls to the wall players, so pick them up. And uh, watch them go crazy or uh, just call us fools. Uh, Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next week after week one. Yes, football. It's going to be great. Uh, Until then. Don't be a fool. Stay in school.
another week, another disappointing show by Jesse. <laughs> what is he thinking? <sighs> I don't know.